welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, where we are celebrating the last year of gaming on this podcast. Today, Casey and I are going to cover the top five games that we appreciated over the course of the last year. We're going to be dropping mini episodes and cover each game as we make our way up the list. We're going to start with game number five and go all the way down to the game we loved the most in this last year. That said, sit back, relax, and enjoy Games We Love, the Love It List. This is episode where we cover our second most loved game of the year. We're almost there, Casey. Mm-hmm. This is this is the silver. You put the metal system out there earlier. This is the <laughs> game that we really loved. It could probably be number one, but it just didn't quite get the this goal. Is true. This is just off of perfect, if not perfect. Yeah, it's up there. And I gotta say, I played a lot of really good games this year. Um, I we am keep just saying blown that. away. <laughs> I, I can't. Just blown I, away. Do you think it's because we made this little podcast and we pushed each other to play more games? Do you think that's why? Um, I just think that the cream that is coming out of the game industries right now is so good. Yeah, I mean, those top-rated titles are just so yeah, out-of-this-world experiences that I, I'm just blown away at how good they are. Yeah, I it's, it's the best time to play video games, like we've said. It's only getting better. So that said, the number two spot. Okay, let me see if I can guess yours. Okay. When I go through all your games that you really love this year and beat, I thought your number two would have been the Uncharted game, to be honest with you. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That took, that took the three spot. And so you're two and one, you're telling me you're super easy. I can't. I don't think I know. What is your two? What is your two? So apparently, I am a PlayStation fanboy this year because oh, okay. in my list, three of the four titles I played were PlayStation exclusive titles, which takes me to number two, God of War. Oh, that's right. This that one. game. Oh yeah. I mean, you've heard me gush about it for week in and week out. You oh. love games with bad dads. I. I apparently I have daddy issues. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the love it list daddy issues great <laughs> yes, a... yes. oh man you need to play dream daddy next I think we, that's we should... there we go there we go yeah this is this is a game about another bad dad for sure um god of war it was just a very well done title and i think it was one that they could have easily just come in and cashed in on I mean, God of War had gone away for years and years. They came back, and everyone expected a good God of War game, but I don't think I ever would have anticipated the high heights that this game has hit. Yeah. Um, the entire package is included. You know, it feels like it has RPG elements. It has a wonderful narrative. Um, the setting in which they place this story is awesome. Like, Norse mythology is not something that I am super familiar with, and the different characters that they incorporate over the course of this game, um, it's just brilliant. Um, yeah. you, you take on gods. Uh, that's kind of the story of the God of War franchise, right? You're taking on right. gods. And it, um, the different players involved here are just monoliths within mythology. And um, they really, really do a good job in this game. What is your experience with the franchise? I mean, have you played any other entries or is this like an Uncharted thing where you're just like, I'm playing number four? I mean, a little bit of both. God of War was one that I played a handful of back in the day. I mean, it was PS2, years ago. Yeah. yeah, PS2 probably. I actually played the God of War game on PSP. Believe it or not, I had a PSP, Whoa. and it was an exclusive. I had a PSP. Yeah, well. it, it was an exclusive for PSP. 
And um, that's really where I had the majority of my exposure to God of War prior to this. So I knew it was a beat em up. Mm -hmm. I expected it to be a beat em up, you know, kind of just slam on the buttons and get through the story. But I really found the combat to have more depth than I anticipated, and um, it's it's just a it's just a wonderful package throughout awesome. throughout. And the way that they incorporated, you know, God of War has always been a very linear game. Like you are going from A to B, yeah. and you are going to push your way through the story. Well, For this sure. game starts that way, where you are pushing through a specific path through the course of those first couple of hours. And eventually, when that game opens up, you realize that they have really done world building and that they're hiding side quests and secrets throughout the territory that you're making your way through. And you don't really understand how expansive it is until you get a couple hours in. Um, just a wonderful package from top to bottom. Yeah, I've heard it's a really well done story. I've heard the mechanics really good. In the battling, you feel like you're just invincible. You're just just god of destruction, right? You, you feel <laughs> it, right? You just go ham. Yeah, especially with those like there's some sequences where you basically get to the end of a boss battle and you are picking up like mountains and throwing them at people. Like it is epic. Cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so the story too, it's a father and son tale this time. Um, yes. the other mechanic is the son works with you, right? Like you have someone that is a bot that plays with you. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have that second individual, and they are very intricate in the story. That's the secondary person being the son, but the son is your archer. So, as you're making your way through the game, if he's able to, you have him line up shots. So it's a button press, and he is basically behind you as as your archer and pulls off headshots or shoots people. And over the course of it, you can level him up to make him more deadly. Now, my understanding too, you don't ever get to be the son, right? You don't play as him. Not in this game. Mm. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that changes down the down the okay. line. Um, they definitely leave this game open at the end to where they're going to do a second one. And it's no secret. Yeah. I mean, it's been announced. I mean, they're definitely coming out with a new God of War game in the next 24 yeah. months, if not the next 12. So I'm excited to see where they go with the franchise. What I will say is the different intricacies in regards to the narrative and the father and son is that this plays with the dynamic of this father is a terrible father <laughs> and he has a really dark backstory. Yeah. Like, and what he's done is he has not told his son anything in regards yeah. to his history and what he's I've done. I've destroyed so ancient Greece. The, <laughs> right, basically, like, I did some really bad stuff. So over the course of it, that becomes revealed. And um, it's kind of cool to watch that loss of innocence um, from the son uh, in the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sad yeah. that it happens to all good, kids for sure. But um, blew me out of the water again. Wonderful game, and that is my number two game of the year. Play it, play it, play it, play it, play it. I think can. so. I've heard that it's one of my friends' oh, top games of all time. He was saying that too this year. This last year was huge for him. It's his goat. Is that right? That's his goatee. So, so I guess the next question is, what does this game cost? Right. Right. It's a main and, title, but it's been out for about a year. So, what is the price point that people could get this so they keep queuing up sales for me because it is that time of the year when we're recording this and i'm seeing it listed as ten dollars it looks like it's wow. 30 without discount wow, wow, which 30 dollars. Wow. i would still say that this is a pretty good title for 30 bucks considering it is pretty new and the graphics are just out of this world yeah that's a good price that's fair yeah yeah so that said let's talk about your number two game of the year well i think you're gonna be shocked i think you thought this was gonna be my number one 
Let's see. Your number one game of the year. Oh, you want to try? No, Pokemon Pokemon didn't come out this year, correct? Or did it? We're not we're not counting that. No, 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 no. Pokemon Sword and Shield? No. And then uh, Pokemon Let's Go, I did play. And I beat it super fast because we were trying to, at the beginning of the show. And if anybody's listening, just listen to like maybe episode 20 up. You know, the first, it takes about 15 to get really good. <laughs> We've been trying to figure this thing out. So I recommend starting a little later. Ever forward, ever onward, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I have no idea. I If I had a list of games in front of me, I'd probably be better off. But I'm drawing okay. a blank. It is. Children of Morta. Yes. This, I thought, was going to be your number one game. Yes. I thought this was going to be in the number one spot. I know that you really enjoyed this game. I did. We had Jan and Cho on from Giant Bomb, and I gushed about it. And it is a brilliant, brilliant game. It is a roguelike. A rogue. Yeah, it's a roguelike. I always want to call it rogue light. Like, I don't <laughs> know why my obsession is like, I'll have a rogue light. I'm just watching my weight. I don't want something. I want something kind of hard, but not too hard. It is, if roguelikes for me, I think of Diablo or Titan Quest, maybe a little bit of the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games are the same style of gameplay in that you, how you build. But this game blew me away. Studio Deadmage has made, in my mind, like the perfect roguelike. They've made a formula that is great for it. It is driven by story versus the loot in the genre, which is usually not common. And Children Moria turned that experience on its head for me, at least, right? When I think about that. Playing roguelikes, I'm usually all about get the gear, go, 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 run. And, and that's what draws me to the game, right? Like, I want to get gear and I just want to get powerful and kill stuff. I also love the rush of doing multiple attempts over and over again leading up to that moment, too. So, like, this is the run. I go back to that, too, right? Like, that's how you describe Cuphead. This game has a lot of that, oh, okay, can I get past, can I get to the boss? Can I progress? Once you beat an area, you feel really vindicated about the struggle and bask in the glory, right? You're super happy. You're like, oh, yes, I finally got to that boss. I can keep moving. The game doesn't punish you for dying, right? Like, it wants you to die and come back and come back stronger. They do a really good job of, hey, you need to level up. And then there's a great talent tree that you can perk your characters in a certain way. And there's different characters, different play style, but it goes back to the story. You care about the character. It's not you're not the monk. You're not the black wizard. You're not a Viking or barbarian. You're, uh, I got oh why don't I know their name? Um, the title of the the game like they when they pitch it is it runs in the family, right? The dad um the Bergesons is what their name is right? The Bergeson you're the Bergeson family. John's the dad. You have his older daughter who's the archer right? There's Lucy. She's the younger daughter. She's a fire mage. And what's interesting is you go back to play other characters, level them up, because when you level up other characters, their perks benefit everybody, right? It makes all your other characters better when you get them to level five. So they did that. It, it's such a good balance. But the story, you go back to it, you, there's a grandma that is like a figurehead, and she kind of leads them. There's this beautiful voice acting that's over the top, right? It's a great game and a great experience because it's procedurally generated, too levels right each floor is always different it's never the same bosses it's never the same you're not memorizing a pattern you have to be prepared for like oh what are they gonna give me this time oh i have 20 ogres in one room great like you're like let me how am i gonna get out of this at some point you get strong enough where you can just own the room you get little items to perk there's so many little systems that they nailed right there's items (laughs) in the level that give you health give you money they could give you a perk on one of your attacks where you shoot three fireballs or there's a different version where your middle attack can paralyze people, right? And there's and they're those are randomly generated too. They're randomly like you could summon a dragon that makes a big tidal pool and poisons everything around you, right? Yeah. But the weapons again are cool, but one time you do a run, you might go to Whoa. a room and you find a lost dog. 
And if you save the lost dog, he comes back to your house. And then you go back and you find supplies and the dog rewards you by feeding you potions before you fight a boss. Saying like, hey, here's a health, right? It's a benefit for you going back playing the story because your daughter wants to bond with the wolf, right? You see the wolf. What's really sad, and again, we're going to spoil this. When you find the wolf, his mom's been killed. So you have a choice. You can like leave the room and not do it or you can do the task and it'll benefit your game. Um, there's a sequence with a dad that's an astronomer and his son. They're trying to move around like in this kind of like Star Wars-esque desert shootout place, right? Um, it, it's basically Hawk. And, and uh, the you're trying to get them free. They're trying to build their telescope to look back. And like it ends tragically. And there's this dark story that's driving, driving like a family to the break. It wants you to make sacrifice and you have to make a choice. About, you make a choice about sacrifice and... I think you make the right choice. I won't spoil that. But it hooked me. And you would think it'd be my number one game, right? I love this game. I can't say enough. But what gets me is it definitely, I would have loved to play it co-op. Mm. I played it single player. It was great. I would have loved to play with more. I would love there to be an endless yeah. mode. And you can, co- you can couch co-op. But they promised on their stretch goals, like, hey, we're going to add an online co-op. We're going to do this. They have this big stretch goals. They've done a DLC. I just want them to, like, give me progress on those stretch goals. That kind of turned me off. And that Studio Dead Mage has made a beautiful, beautiful game. It's on Game Pass. So anybody can try it with Game Pass. And currently on the Nintendo Switch, which is what I played it on, it's twenty one ninety nine. You can get a physical copy. Uh, and it's also on PlayStation 4 for nine ninety nine. I see it some places. Now, did you buy the digital copy or did you buy the hard copy? I bought the digital. I'm a, I like digital. I think if I go next-gen system, I would get a digital system. How am I supposed to borrow this from you then? Oh, you have Game Pass. You can just play it. <laughs> I do have Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. And it's ten ninety nine right now on the Switch, but that could be just a short sale. So if you can get it for ten or twenty, it's a good price. And and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're playing you you don't normally play your Switch handheld, right? You normally play it docked. I would play either or. It, I don't mind. It depends on the game. Gotcha. Do you have a preference on this game, whether you play it handheld or docked? I like playing it on my TV. Like, I like right? seeing the big screen. If I was just doing a run to get experience and not a serious run, I could do the handheld and, like, just be, like, my, if my kids wanted to watch a stupid show, not a stupid show, I shouldn't tell if they want to watch a children's show that I've seen for a thousand times, you know, because as a dad or parent, yeah, I'm sure there's a movie that your kid has watched over and over and over. <laughs> my house, Bluey, Rain Supreme, Peppa Pig. Now, so, so I have one more question for you. I know you were kind of getting, or you have been getting into D&D this year. Do you think that passion for D&D has allowed you to enjoy this game more? Or do you not have to be in love with the D&D? No, because it's not a D&D universe. It's a, like, I, it's, it's RPG-ish in the sense, like, the dad's kind of like the shield warrior, right? There's a cousin who, the nephew who has, like, a sledgehammer, right? But, no, I think it's just like when people play roguelikes i don't think they think of the story mm-hmm. right and the story right. is amazing and the voice acting they did that's what really drew me in like oh i want to do another run because i want to find these and they're hidden you have to do multiple runs the runs aren't punishment because it's not like a game where it's like oh i lost all my loot oh yeah go ahead and die you're gonna come back stronger it, it promotes that there's no permadeath which i think is perfect for this game um an endless mode would be cool just to see how far you could go that's cool that's cool well, I, and that's what i wanted to add I, I i'm surprised that you fell in love with this game the way you did but it seems yeah. like there's enough there to really allow a fleshed out experience is what it yeah. feels like to me it's a definite buy it and dead mage did again i want to see them meet their stretch goal and they've done a couple of other games but this game is so fun and if people like diablo i think they would really yeah. like that yeah that's cool 
That's cool. Well, yeah. well done, man. That's that's number two. We did it. We've made it. I'm just freaking out, man. <laughs> no, this is too hard. I know, I know. It's been absolutely great. So that DC has selected Children of Morta. You heard that you can play it on Game Pass. You can play it on Switch. PS4. Oh, yeah, PS4 as well. I've selected God of War, which is a PlayStation exclusive. So if you don't have a PlayStation, I don't know if I would spend the money for just this title, but if you consider the whole list, maybe. Thank you for joining us while we cover our favorite games of the year. Want more? Follow us on socials in the attached description. Check out our website at underpoweredmedia.com. We're chatting in Discord, and feel free to leave us a review. Five stars, please.